0: Runo forty one of Kalevala, the Land of the Heroes by Elias Lunrot. Translated by William Forsell Kirby, eighteen forty four to nineteen twelve. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by expatriate in Bangor, Maine. Runo forty one. Vainamoinen's music. Argument. Vainamoinen plays on the Cantile and all living things, whether belonging to the air, earth, or water, hasten to the spot to listen. The hearts of all listeners are so affected by the music that tears fall from their eyes, and Vainamoinen's own eyes shed large drops which fall to the ground and trickle into the water, where they are changed into beautiful blue pearls. Vainamoinen, old and steadfast, he the great primeval minstrel, presently stretched out his fingers washed his thumbs the harp for playing on the stone of joy he sat him on the singer's stone he sat him on a hill all silver shining from a golden heath arising then the harp he grasped with fingers and upon his knee he propped it and his hands he placed beneath it then he spoke the words which follow come ye now to listen to me ye before who never heard me hear with joy my songs primeval while the kantola is singing then the aged vinminen quick commenced his skilful playing on the instrument of pike-bone on the cantilla of fishbone, and he raised his fingers nimbly and his thumb he lifted lightly now came pleasure after pleasure as the sweet notes followed others as he sat and played the music as he sang his songs melodious, as he played upon the pike teeth, and he lifted up the fish tail, and the horsehair sounded sweetly, and the horsehair sounded clearly. Played the aged Vinamoyne, and nothing was there in the forest which upon four feet was running, or upon their legs were hopping, and which came not near to listen, came not to rejoice and wonder. Gathered round him all the squirrels as from branch to branch they clambered and the ermines flocked around him laid them down against the fences on the plains the deer were springing and the lynxes shared the pleasure in the swamp each wolf awakened from the heath the bear aroused him from his lair among the fir-trees and the thickly growing pine-trees and the wolves ran lengthy journeys and the bears came through the heather till they sat upon the fences side by side against the gateway. On the rocks the fence fell over, on the field the gate fell over. Then they climbed upon the pine trees, and they ran around the fir trees, just to listen to the music, all rejoicing and in wonder. Sage of Tapiola, illustrious, he of Metzola the master and the whole of Tapio's people, all the boys and all the maidens climbed upon a mountain's summit, that they might enjoy the music while the mistress of the forest keen-eyed matron of tapiola fine her stockings blue in colour firmly tied with crimson ribbons climbed into a crooked birch-tree rested in a curving alder to the cantala to listen that she might enjoy the music and the birds of air assembled those upon two wings that raised them backward sailing forward sailing and with all their speed came flying Swift to listen to the music, all in wonder and rejoicing, when the eagle in his eyrie heard the sweet tones sound from Swomi in the nest, she left her fledglings and she hovered round to listen to the gallant hero's playing and to Vinamoinen's singing. High in air there soared the eagle. Through the clouds the hawk was sailing, came the ducks from deepest waters, came the swans from snow-wreathed marshes, and the smallest of the finches all the twittering birds assembled, singing-birds flocked round by hundreds, and in thousands they assembled, in the air and heard, delighted, and alighted on his shoulders all rejoicing in the patriarch and in Vinamoinen's playing e'en the daughters of creation of the air the charming maidens gathered to rejoice and wonder to the cantala to listen some on arch of air were seated seated on the dazzling rainbow some on little clouds were seated resting on their crimson borders then were ku tar slender damsel pivatar that maid accomplished casting with their hands the shuttle drawing threads that they were weaving as they wove a golden fabric and they wove the threads of silver high upon the red cloud borders on the borders of the rainbow but when they began to listen to the notes of charming music from their hands they let the comb fall cast from out their hands the shuttle and the golden bands were broken and the silver shaft was broken there remained no living creature none of those who dwell in water None who with six fins are moving, Nor the largest shoals of fishes, Which assembled not to listen, Came not to rejoice and wonder. Thither came the pikes all swimming, And the water-dogs swam forward. From the rocks swam swift the salmon. From the deeps there came the poens, Perch and little roach came also, poens white and other fishes. Through the reeds they pushed their bodies, Straightway to the shore they listened, There to hear the songs of Vainu and to listen to his playing Otto, king of all the billows grass beard ancient of the waters mounted to the water's surface climbed upon a water lily to the notes with joy he listened and he spoke the words which follow never have i heard such music in the course of all my lifetime as is played by Vainamoinen, joyous and primeval minstrel and the sisters sotko's daughters Cousins of the reeds on lake shore at the time their hair were brushing and their locks were deftly combing with a comb composed of silver and with golden brush they brushed it. When they heard the strains unwonted and they heard the skilful playing in the waves, they dropped the brushes, dropped the comb among the lake waves, and their hair unsmoothed was hanging, nor they smoothed it in the middle. E'en the mistress of the waters water mother towards the rushes from the lake herself ascended raised herself from out the billows quickly moved her to the rushes climbed a rock in water standing and she listened to the music and to vinminen playing listened to the wondrous music and to the delightful playing and she fell in deepest slumber sank upon the ground in slumber on the mottled rocky surface underneath a great rock shelter then the aged vinminen played one day and played a second there was none among the heroes none among the men so mighty none among the men or women none of those whose hair is plaited whom he did not move to weeping and whose hearts remained unmelted wept the young and wept the aged all the married men were weeping likewise all the married women and the half-grown boys were weeping all the boys and all the maidens, likewise all the little children, when they heard the tones so wondrous and the noble sage's music. He himself, old Vinamoynen, felt his own tears rolling downward. From his eyes the tears dropped downward and the water-drops fell downward. They were tears than cranberries larger. They were tears than peas much larger than the eggs of grouse still rounder, larger than the heads of swallows, From his eyes there fell the teardrops. Others followed after others. Tears upon his cheeks were falling, down upon his cheeks so handsome, rolling from his cheeks so handsome, down upon his chin's expansion, rolling from his chin's expansion. Down upon his panting bosom, rolling from his panting bosom, down upon his strong knee's surface, rolling from his strong knee's surface, down upon his feet so handsome, rolling from his feet so handsome down upon the ground beneath them and five woollen cloaks were soaking likewise six of gilded girdles seven blue dresses too were soaking and ten overcoats were soaking and the teardrops still were falling from the eyes of vinminen till they reached the blue lake's margin overflowed the blue lake's margin down below the sparkling water to the black ooze at the bottom then the aged vinminen spoke aloud the words which follow is there in this youthful party mid the young and fair here gathered mid these high descended people any darling child of father who the tears i shed can gather from beneath the sparkling water and the young folks gave him answer and the old folks likewise answered there are none among the youthful in this young and fair assemblage mid these high descended people not a darling child of father who the tears you shed can gather from beneath the sparkling water then the aged vinminen spoke again in words that follow he who brings my tears unto me and the tears again can gather from beneath the sparkling waters shall receive a dress of feathers forth there came a raven passing said the aged vinminen bring me now my tears o raven from beneath the sparkling water and receive the dress of feathers but the raven could not do it and the blue duck heard him likewise and the blue duck next came forward said the aged vinmin often blue duck does it happen that thy beak thou plungest downward as thou speedest through the water go thou forth my tears to gather from beneath the sparkling water Bounteous guerdon will I give thee, and will give a dress of feathers. Then the duck went forth to seek them, seek the tears of Vinamoynon, underneath the sparkling water on the black ooze of the bottom. In the lake she found the teardrops, and to Vinu's hands she brought them. But they were transformed already, suffered beauteous transformation into pearls where they developed, like the blue pearls of the mussel, fit for every king's adornment. To the great, a lifelong pleasure. End of Runo 41. Recording by Expatriate in Bangor, Maine.